Hi, I'm Keegan. This is a bunch of gamers. This is our 88th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse, 20th Anniversary Edition. Many paths. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle, also known as Guards of the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, Speaks in Sweet Whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howls in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nars. Last time, the packs began to hear the whispers of strange spirits within their minds. Zeb, Roy, and the others climbing up to the ethereal realm to gather information on a Garu by the name of Hunts from Above. After the Guardian gripped Zeb and Roy and claimed that they were tainted and tainting the sacred place, they rushed out and left. Zeb passed on the information to Fate Dancer and reached the rank of Adrian. Meanwhile, Kyle said his goodbyes to Regender Final Days, who was banished from the Sacred Stone forever. Confronting Korra about her lack of compassion, the two spoke about the very nature of compassion and how it affected the war with the worm. The days grow short, and the right of the winter winds begins the very next day. Zebulon sleeps, but not soundly, as a vision greets him. The area is hot and steamy, humidity racing around you, Zeb. The trees are beautiful, emerald colors shining all around you as you see great mountains in the distance, as you start wandering through the dense jungle. As you get to a river, you see hundreds, if not thousands, of little worms starting to crawl out, slithering out of the water. When you see that they are leeches, hundreds of thousands of leeches racing away from something. Before, in the distance, you see a great leech towering over the trees as it opens its maw and you see the blood rush from the smaller leeches as they wither away. In that moment, the clouds part and a great flash of light strikes the earth and you see the leech screech out as it burns away and you there are struck by what seems like a nuclear explosion mixed with pure sunlight as your flesh and skin burst away as you are standing there as a skeleton surrounded by a void. Not a single spirit, not a single soul around as you feel yourself dissolving, dissolving, dissolving away until you wake up in your cardboard box back in the streets of Colorado Springs. Get up and I'll kind of I'll kind of tap on uh, on Dimitri's box and you know and gently kind of nudge Roy's a little bit too. Guy brings us a new day, fellas. Helios is ascendant. That he has. And Good morning. Good morning. Boys sleep all right? Not too bad. No, I slept okay. Uh, Keegan, I'm going to go ahead and greet the sun. Alright, as you perform the rite as you greet Helios in all of his splendor, which plays into the mood of today. For there is a moot, an out-of-season, or out-of-auspice moot, 
It is the seasonal rite. Winds of Winter Wolf will be performed here at the Sept of the Sacred Stone today, and all Garu are expected to join. Well, fellas, I say we get some breakfast on the way and we get back to the cairn to get ready for this ritual tonight, and then we can figure out the rest of our business after that. Shall we get back? Works for me. Yes, let's go. Kyle, Cora, Mark, you're all waking up in your little homeless corner, staying by the kin, looking out for him while Steven is, you know, doing his thing. The sun rises as Acacia Park looks, you know, like Acacia Park. Well, Mark, not being familiar with Acacia Park, it's going <laughs> to greet the morning. Ah, uh, glorious Helios. Get a job, you fucking bum. Guy walks by you. <laughs> I'll turn to my packmates. Brother, sister, it is morning. I'll be ecstatic. Coral, just wake up and mumble something about how Mark should be glad he doesn't have a speaker and a microphone. They tra- they treated him pretty well for for someone here. Oh, don't mumble away the morning, Cora. Come, the moot starts today. Tonight, we gotta get ready. Yeah, um, Keegan, is there anything going on around the camp, or is it calm at the moment? Relatively calm, though, as you see people looking specifically at you three, you notice cell phones coming out, and cell phones will likely lead to the authorities, since there are three very threatening young adults in Acacia Park. One of them looks manic, and he might look like he will hurt someone, or himself, is the common yeah, narrative on the phone. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get out of here. Yeah. So guys, yes, let's enjoy the breath and morning sun skip away so you guys skip away you bump into the ill omens as they're getting some breakfast from burrito gong hey guys hey good morning about ready i reckon so cora's gonna try to bum a bite off of one of their burritos (laughs) oh dimitri is going to offer and ask do you guys want some Sweet, yeah. We're probably pretty hungry. Appreciate it. As you notice, one of the other homeless folk near Acacia Park, or who from Acacia Park is walking in the other direction, they got several bags of atoilies that they seem to be bringing for everyone else back downtown. Kyle will walk over to them. Hey, man. Hey. Thanks, uh, thanks for getting all that food for everyone. Absolutely. And Kyle's going to slip them ten bucks. Because that's what Kyle can do All for right. now, till he's poor. <laughs> As he he thanks you when he starts heading off to feed feed everyone. As you guys head back to the Karen grounds, you see everyone's kind of a buzz. As Malcolm is directing people to do things. As you see this, it's deeper in the woods, so that the light could not cannot be seen by the uh, the park people who frequent the park. As you notice, this huge pile of dead wood that everyone's gathering and starting to put together. Why are they gathering dead wood? You can ask. Mark will approach one of the Garu or Kin helping out with this and just ponder, what, why is there so much gathering of dead wood? We'll be setting up a fire. That's part of the, the right. We need light since we're going to crawl into the dark places of the earth to try and guide Helios back out of it. Oh... 
Of course. All this in preparation for the Rite of the Winter Winds, I take it. Yes, and it's it's traditional for older brother and younger brother to use this time and opportunity also to clean up parts of the forest. Using the dead wood and the fallen brush, that way, if fire comes through, it doesn't burn as hot or as wildly. It has been a tradition with older brother for many generations. Mm. Ritualistic and practical, the Garu way. Would you like to help? Certainly. I'll look back to uh, Ill Omens and the rest of Fumamori Spain and uh, kind of excitedly say, would it be all right if I just help out with the moot? Yeah, that was my plan today anyway. So as you start, you know, helping out, you're grabbing wood, you're picking things up, you see Malcolm directing you as he tells you to keep an eye out for branches that seem sick that you'll want to rip down during the right proper, mentioning that grabbing sticks and running with them with them during the right is also part of the tradition. Awesome. Do I see any uh, do I see any Garu doing this kind of uh, tradition, performing the right while grabbing branches and such? Uh, so th- this is all preparatory. Oh, and, okay. And it's so it, and and Malcolm's kind of pointing out those branches to say when the right happens, keep that in your mind's eye for what we're going to do. Okay. Yeah. As you're moving through, you know, things like that as um you see one of the newcomers remembers the hurt talking and howling they growl in their four-legged form talking about the days when the great a great monster walked across the lands and was bound by older brother for the beast tried to eat the sun during this rite for the sun ran into the caves trying to shine light upon evil but the sun was not prepared and had been too gone or too too long gone from the sky which regenerates and rejuvenates helios and that is what the that is the reason for the right to rejuvenate helios to remind him of the skies from which he comes so that he may continue to give light upon gaia here's several talking joining in talks knowing of course that if this right is performed the sun or if this rite is not performed, the sun will still rise, but they keep their mouths relatively shut when the Thurges walk by about it, who seem to be taking the rite very seriously. So you've got some time. Anything you guys want to do? Learn about the rite? Learn anything? Anything on your dockets? I have one thing that I do want to do. Um, I would like to learn more about the rite, but mostly I need to gather some change or some like shiny stuff mm-hmm. and then notify the Korax that uh, I will be traveling to Steel Mountain um, within the next week or so. Okay. You're able to get that taken care of? Uh, Dimitri is going to help prepare for the right and probably ask like really general questions like how often is the right performed um is it once a year or so you hear from you hear from several that yes this is a right that is performed every year during the winter solstice 
for the winter solstice is when Helios is gone from the sky the longest, and when he is in the most danger of getting lost in the the caves and the dark places below the world as he tries to illuminate the dark places to reveal secrets to Gaia's chosen. However, others, uh, specifically of children of Gaia and Fiana ilk, seem to claim that this rite actually is to rejuvenate the physical body of Helios. That Helios rises in the sky and as his matter burns up, he rises less and less and less, though his spiritual body is strong. And when the rite is performed and they, Gaia gives birth to a new physical sun, and that physical sun is what rises, and the rite is actually supposed to be performed upon the surface of the world to chase off any worm spirits or worm creatures that would snatch up the infant sun before it rises with the dawn. So basically, older brother says it's to rejuvenate the spiritual side of the sun, and then the Fiona and child, children of Gaia say it's the, the physical? The physical body of the sun, yes. Okay, all right. Just making sure I understood. Though without a physical body, the spirit would then lose strength as well. Though all are in agreement that if the rite is not performed, Garu legend says that the sun will continue to descend earlier and earlier and earlier until Gaia is left a dark, cold, and lifeless husk. Well, we'll just have to make sure to get to make sure the fire burns really bright. You hear another, you hear the Galliard worm charmer of older brother, also one of the new newcomers and an elder speaking a long story of how Helios, little known, though he does have a warrior aspect in Katanka Sonak, Helios himself is also curious. Helios speaks. He radiates his speech through the light, through shadow, through it playing. Why do you think shadow puppets are a thing? Shadow puppets are a way for the sun to speak with us and to speak with the sun, for all light is inspired by Helios, for if it was not for Helios, the other stars would be too shy to twinkle in the sky. And because of Helios, they try and shine extra radiant when he sleeps, for they know that they could not compete with him in the sky. Helios gifted this strength to one of his children, for the Korax are children of Helios. And it is said that their black feathers come from coming too close to their patron to comfort him during an ancient slight. And with that, he gifted them his curiosity and his need to radiate all the time in the form of never shutting the fuck up. And that is why this rite not only honors Helios, it honors the Korax. It is a chance to make amends for mistakes in the distant past, for it shows that the Garu do not worship just Luna, their celestial patron. They worship the celestial patron of the Korax and the Makole and the extinct Naga and the Apis, who are also gone from this world. So sing with your hearts, my siblings. Howl from the depths of your soul, for we must honor this great spirit. 
But without Helios, we would not be here. For the wolf cannot survive through night alone or through Luna's dim lights by ourselves. For she is a good mother, but a fickle mother. Luna's face always changes, but Helios, Helios remains constant and brings life and light with every morning. Anyone else? Yeah, uh, Kyle is going to spend an hour meditating to regain some gnosis, and then otherwise probably continue with branch collection, or if there's anything Philodox-specific that needs to happen, then that, but... Okay. And there is a side thing where they're now recognizing rena uh, renowns for anyone who needs their renowns uh, recognized a bit early. Oh, yeah, and I, I can help with that. Uh, with the mention of Gnosis, I just checked mine. Of course, I'd probably go hunt or something. To you mean meditate? Get hers up, or meditate. Or meditate. The hunt takes longer. Yes, it does, but every time I've meditated, I failed. You can't fail all the time. It can't rain every day, Sam. <laughs> or can it? Yeah. <laughs> Lose. Seems like it can rain every day. <laughs> Kyle, actually, this is perfect. Kyle, you try and meditate, but all you can start thinking of is the negative. The whole situation with Roy, the fact that Cora seems to be losing her compassion, the strange frenzies of Mark to try and keep his alliance going, Regender leaving, that there'll be no way for Regender final days to redeem himself in the eyes of his peers at this sept, at this Karen. Steven's sorrow, how you failed him, that you didn't make him feel loved enough, it just drags you down. It might help if there were some positives to think about. As you just hear your own voice in the back of your head going, but there hasn't been any t anything really good to think about these past few months. No. No, everything's rather dragged on. Just... Those Bonars. It's a lot like B killing Shinigami. Someone you thought you could trust, hurting someone that I care about. We got lucky that they didn't take him, but I don't know. How long till we stop being lucky? Probably just a matter of time. We lucked into the fact that none of our elders were killed. Maybe you could call it Providence, the fact that they were able to summon that truth spirit, but... How often is that going to be able to happen? <laughs> Once in legend, I suppose. Does you just feel it dragging you down? Uh, lose one willpower? Cora, would you like to meditate now? Sure. <laughs> I'll try. You regain two gnosis. <laughs> and you feel a nice sense of calm. I choose not to meditate again. That's good. The difficulty increases by one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Corey needs to get more witty. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So as things kind of continue, Helios starts to descend. It's it's midnight at four o'clock, that whole shtick. As Helios starts to crest under the mountain and you see the great bonfire explode with fire as you hear them calling for renown, rena uh, renown recognitions. I've got glory and honor to boost up. So All right. I'd like to step as Fake Dancer begins to call out your deeds, and she tells you to walk up to her as she pushes you, and you jump through the fire. 
and the fire singes you with heat as you land upon the other side, and the fire burns away your self-doubt, and your renowns are recognized by the people as you hear howls and growls of approval. That's fantastic. I love it. I saw Roy. Yep. All three. All three. As they call out the same, talking about your accomplishments in the face of things, as they push and you jump through the fire, as the fire singes through you, you get a little smell of burnt hair as it just flash burns the edges of your hair just a little bit. Your clothes are fine as they steam with the cold air of the night as you land in the cold snow that flash freezes your shoes and your legs again as you crunch down into it on the other side of the fire. Woo. Hot. And All right, and Dimitri needs his glory and honor recognized. You do. Uh, they push. <laughs> One success is all oh. that's needed. <laughs> but you're pushed as you fly through the fire as well in lupus form as they give you you run as they give the speech and you jump through the fire and you leap through the other side and you roll through the snow as steam and water gets into your matted fur these numbers are just going down now christ uh zeb has (laughs) one glory and uh here we go all right as zeb they call you as everyone starts to get the the um the spirit of the thing as garu a chanting of you know go 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 as you start running as they chanting zeb 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 as and they're chanting anyone's name who goes through slamming their hands on things as you start running as they are declaring all of your achievements through the people as you jump through the fire and you succeed you see sees the unseen the meta steps forward as the chanting begins again, as they begin to chant, 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 as the Metis runs and leaps through, their withered arm catching a bit of the, the heat as well, singeing a bit more as they clench their, their fist before landing on the other side, and the howls of victory go. As the howls go on, Malcolm Wormherder steps forward and gives out a long deep howl and everything goes quiet he shifts to his full krinos form standing well over 11 feet tall his ram horns glistening and shimmering in the fires that rest behind him and dance kicking up shadows as it looks like the spirits draw forward and play within the shadows as you see the Shapes of rabbits and deer and birds and trees dancing and swaying here in the darkness. We give our thanks to Helios. Howl, howl with me, for we must remember him in his zenith now. Helios who guides us, Helios who warms us, who makes the crop grow melts the ice so the river flows. Helios, who warms the soul and brings hope with the dawn. Helios, who shows the spilling of blood on the horizon as he rises to remind the Garu of our struggle. Helios, who bleeds the most in the cities where the worm vomits forth its clouds of noxious gas 
and Helios slices his body and his spirit to shine the world still. Howl with me, my siblings. Howl to show respect to the great and mighty spirit. As he lifts up his head and just... I say shift into Krynos and join right on in. Several shift into their hispos and lupuses as well, giving a howl. Same. Brothers, sisters, siblings all, we go soon to the place the Hamids know as Cave of the Winds. For it is a dark place that slithers through the hills. Creatures were said to crawl there in days of old when older brother ran through and found them and rendered them with their claws and their fangs. Helios goes to make sure older brother's job is complete, but Helios is a spirit who is fascinated by riddles and the caves are long and twisting. They go a thousand directions, holes dropping deep. No, we must go in the shine light. Says he lifts, he sticks his hand into the fire and picks up a burning twig as he just holds it in his hand and is just soaking the damage and holds the fire aloft. We must shine a light ourselves. Shine a light to the dark corners, howl and growl and show the worm that we have no fear. We shall not shy away. Yes. <laughs> Howls and growls yes. and agreements. An agreement. Grab fire. Grab sticks in the woods. Slam them upon the walls. Shake Gaia. Shake the caverns in which the worm would dare to hide. No darkness shall be hidden from us. No worm creature shall escape. And together, my siblings, we shall guide the sun back to us. Guide him back to the sky so that he can shine upon the mother once again. Guides the fallen will get in line to go grab a stick. As you see him rake up a a, a stick that's not burning his hand as much. As he grabs it, and he runs, and it's a scattered rush as Garu from everywhere grab other sticks from the ground and stick them in the fire to light them, and the like, as they start running to Cave of the Winds, as you have moved as a Karen to the north, um, northwest anyway to get closer to the, to the cave entrances. As you start rushing through, can I get a perception alertness from uh, one member of each pack, the one with the highest? Okay. Cora, Zeb, you do notice that Earthwalker, Quickwire, and Evensong seem to be going in a slightly different direction than everyone else as they grab their fire and they start rushing off. Like, just like slightly, like they're going this way and we're going yeah, that yeah. way? Yeah, uh-huh. Cora's gonna... Why not, Cora, run up to him and, hey, this way. We're on this way. As Louis goes, shh, no, I will not participate in this part of the rite. I do not wish a worm creature to snatch up the birthing sun. This way of performing the rite is wrong. It is the incorrect way to greet Helios. And I will do it in the way that I was taught, in the way my tribe was taught. As much respect as I have for older brother, they miss the point of the rite and it is lucky that others perform it correctly so the sun may rise. 
can't wait to experience it in both ways. And so you guys start rushing into the caves. You start snooping around as you see several just slamming their sticks. Just yeah, roaring, howling, rushing through, knocking over displays. They're not going to be happy in the morning. So do that. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, Cave of the Winds is like, the, there's a guided tour and like a gift shop and shit. And so, yeah. But, okay. Yeah. I kind of realized that. <laughs> <laughs> They haven't. They, they've explored most of it, but not all of it. It's true. Awesome. They have easy, medium, and hard tours because some of the hard tours have you in a hard hat crawling on your belly through like real tight spaces. Ooh. Yeah, and the ghost tours. Mm-hmm. As moving through, you do see a bane partially manifest in the cave. The cave drawing darkness to it. It is a dark place in the earth, allowing evil to fester. As Garu start jumping and clawing upon it, you guys have the chance to participate as well as you take on banes and minor worm creatures that fester here, spirits of greed, especially near the gift shop. Yes, rep and dare. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's hours. It's so many hours before you hear a howl from Malcolm. The howl saying, Come to me, as it echoes and bounces every which direction. I need another perception check. From the highest of each group, difficulty seven, please. As you hear the bouncing, it gets a little disorienting, but you find your way as you move through getting there. As Malcolm shows a secret path that the Hamids have not discovered yet, as you have to shift into loop or as you have to shift into Hamid form to be small enough to crawl through before you burst back up through the mountain just a few hundred yards from where your great fire is. As you all start to gather out and Malcolm holds up the fire and goes, come, come, rush, rush, as you're tired. I need stamina checks. Diff eight from everyone. And which, uh, you can which be, uh, form? Uh, you choose. Uh, Demetrius is gonna do it in lupus. All right. So you're carrying a, carrying a stick in your mouth? Yes. Fantastic. Coral will shift, shift to Krinos because gives her more energy, you know? And it seems appropriate. Mm hmm. Oh my. Oof. It's not a botch, though, Sam. Oh, baby. So, yes, yes. No. Okay. I had to redo mine. Sorry. It's okay. You're running. You're feeling, feeling real tired. Cora, you have to actually spend a point of willpower to keep yourself even going. You're so beat up. As you guys start to trail behind, you don't know when or where, but you also notice that um, Louie, Quickwire, and Distance Song have rejoined the group as they are carrying sticks and things like that now too. Back with the main group as they're rushing towards it. As you run and you see everyone start throwing their sticks into the, uh, the existing bonfire and it explodes up in a massive f flame and it just that moment, as everyone's getting there, Cora, Kyle, and Dimitri, you don't make it in time. And the sun crests over the horizon when the last person before you throws their stick down into the fire. The fire bursts up into flames. Everyone gives out mighty howls. And the sun rises over the horizon, lighting the day. And the sun has arrived as you guys limp in. And he's like, ugh. 
Ah! As, as you hear several Ragabosh laughing and chiding you, laughing about, ah! Yes, the great Arun. As one of them, you hear one of them going, perhaps you should try marathoning. Uh, another one going goes out and yells, what's the purpose of all your hiking trails if you do not use them, Cora Two Hearts? Another one calls out, Howl's in memory. Did you ever run on four legs or simply saunter? So I do need rage rolls from you as being insulted and chided like this is not fun. Cora, your difficulty is, let me check the moon phase real quick. And that will determine your your difficulty. And you're in Krynos. So it would be diff seven for Cora, diff eight for Kyle, and diff seven for Dimitri. Okay, dokie. That's enough successes for Cora. No. As you see Cora out of breath, and she's like, you know what? She ships into Krynos in full frenzy. Uh, Dazzle, please. All right. Let you me take you on a trip to these hiking trails. The old razzle-dazzle. Five successes. Hot damn. Cora, you stand just completely harmless as you hear a raucous of laughter. So angry. But you did berserk frenzy at a moot. And then no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, unfortunately, minus one wisdom. I mean, it's it's not like that much of a relief because I don't have much wisdom to begin with. Uh, but at least I don't have to negate the, the renown that I got. Just like <laughs> one wisdom. Six hours ago. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> uh, of, can I can I greet the sun again? Ah, uh, sure. So you greet the sun uh, again, and others join. As the rite has been performed, and you have been up for twenty-four hours. Yay! Uh, Mark is gonna try to find Malcolm, pretty much in his tired stupor. Okay. As you start approaching Malcolm as he's kind of laughing. He's taking a few breaths as he was at the front of the pack, so to speak, running as fast as he could. (sighs) I'll approach him with a smile and gasping breath as well. (laughs) Guides the fallen as he last puts his hand on your shoulder and shakes you. Worm herder. And I'll do the same as well. What a fine mood to lead. You did well. You did well, brother Rhea. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. It is a fine moot and a, a good one. Helios rises upon Gaia again. Indeed. Indeed. I'm glad to have helped out in this moot. And just just pondering upon some things I saw during it all. I noticed some Garu that didn't take part in uh, the delving of the caves. And we, I heard it was because of they don't believe in that part of the practice. And I was curious as to why the why the schism in it. Years apart, the three brothers developed our version here in the Pure Lands for thousands of years. When there was a when Gaia saw fit to raise the Earth from the sea and connect the Pure Lands to the old world, when the three brothers marched across the bridge with our kin to populate this place. 
and a sole stargazer who walked with us and passed and died upon the journey. Ah, uh, I just hope I didn't offend uh, any of my tribe for taking part in this. I know that there are some I'm, differences in the... Uh... I'm sure some, some were offended. It is a deeply spiritual thing, and many a third have opinions, strong opinions, about how these seasonal rites should be performed. Sometimes the rites even differ slightly from Karen to Karen. The rite I performed is the one that was taught to me, but I have seen other versions of the older brother rite where they go and dive into places in the city, such as parking garages and old mining shafts and things like that. They change it based upon their circumstance. I've also heard urban Karens of glass walkers and even children of Gaia performing the one on the surface run through and half and many remain in the umbra to take on bane spirits there while other more rural Karens remain in the physical realm and if they find any famori or worm tainted creature even if it's only ridden and not a true famori they'll kill it as part of the rite uh well thank you for the explanation I appreciate this but it is, I guess what I'm getting at is, I can't speak for all children of Gaia Thurges, but I can certainly speak for myself, and I do hope I can see many, many rites and take place, and take part with them. I think so. I know that the next seasonal rite will be during, this, during the spring. And I hope to be there as well. Are you sure? I am tired. <laughs> I am gonna go gonna go find my pack and i'm sure we're gonna get some rest guy be with you warm hearteria oh and and with you guides the fallen this next day is pretty sleepy all things considered but the gatekeeper has agreed to open up the moon bridge for any who wish to head head elsewhere now so it is the 23rd of december for all of you. Mark's gonna wake up and start gathering all his belongings pretty much to be begin his journey back to Five Mirrors and then hook up with uh, the other packs and give goodbyes to people he's come to know in the Sept. As they, they speak to him and they, they say their goodbyes as a couple go, I believe you'll be returning, will you not, Guides the Fallen? Oh, of course, but I never know when I'll return. Suppose so. I guess I'll do the same thing with Dimitri, probably already knowing that we're heading to Five Mirrors also. Brother Roy, good luck in Denver. I think you'll bring great honor to us in what you learn. I look forward to seeing even more of your prowess in battle. And I hope you get to see some of your kin too. It would be nice. Tell me all of the stories that you take part in with where you're going. I shall indeed. We'll see you soon, Brother Roy. I be with you. Chimera guides your way. And Owl yours. Uh, safe travels. And you too, brother. As you all part ways. Good luck, Mark. Have fun. Say hi to Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Will do, Gar Garzalo. I'll be sure to do that. Farewell, two hearts. Farewell. And before entering the moon bridge, like, it kind of do that, like, kind of look like I'm walking away. Then I'll do a media turnaround and I'll go and I'll hug them both like drag them in kind of like, mm. <laughs> and then i'll be back and 
head on to the moon bridge. As you head on to the moon bridge, as you launch up and start heading towards the five mirrors, it takes a couple hours, as even a thousandth of the t- distance required to run still takes a bit of time before you finally land and you are you are greeted by stands with the river. Spirit gave word that you'd be here, Mark, as she comes in and hugs you. Mark will return the hug, and the spirit was correct, stands with the river. It's good to see you. Speak in sweet whispers. I have not seen you since your right challenge. It's been some time. It's good to be back here. Ah, and you see him after another right challenge before you stands in Adrian. Excellent. It is good to... Good. Judgy mom face. Why aren't you an Adrian, Mark? <laughs> I'm almost there, stands stands with the river. I'm almost there. <laughs> you represent the raising of this Karen. We did expect much of you, but hmm, perhaps we put too much trust. But it's okay. We're proud to have you here, and we're happy of your safe return, though a bit disappointed in your current growth. Come, what news you bring? Oh, I bring lots of news, and your your funny stands with the river, and Mark will kind of slap on the shoulder, kind of uh, like na- naivete. I'm going for like naivete. You're funny. <laughs> funny, what, Mark? And she stands there in all rank five glory. Ooh, apologies, Elder Rhea. I have forgotten myself in my travels, but I do bring news of Sacred Stone and the changing of things that have occurred there. Really? Excellent. What has happened? Septon Cairn has shifted hands to the Uktena. Older brother is now in control of Sacred Stone once again. They have promised to keep previous alliances so the alliance with Five Mirrors is intact. And many truths were revealed. Emotional truths of older brother were revealed during this great time. And peace has been brought to Sacred Stone. And Peace has been brought to this alliance. Good, good. Mark, she she hugs you. I'm so proud of you. You've done well with this, Karen. And I'm sorry, you're the one whose who's Karen fell. Uh, Howl's in memory, correct? Yes, that that is correct. Does he run with you now, Mark? He runs alongside my pack, yes. He is of, of my pack, Elder. Mm-hmm. Ah, excellent. Uh, would you like to s- stay for a bit? We we are doing some. We still have some food left over for when we performed the rite of the winter winds. I'm sure we could have some time. I've only come to bring news and to spend some time at the sept and to also aid my brother Garu here. Of course, homemade bread and butter from the kin. Ooh, thank you, Ria. It's at this point that. Uh, speaks with uh, speaks with sparrows approaches you and uh, speaks with sparrows comes to you and goes and my wife was able to jar up some of our local honey that we have from our hive so that we will be able to eat from there as well come let's eat commune give us news not just news of what happened at the sep news for yourself mark Oh, of course. And he'll he'll turn to 
uh, speaks with sweet whispers and uh, housing memories. Come, you guys are going to get some five mirrors hospitality. That'd be lovely. Thank you. And as you go and there's a kind of a picnic table, old and abandoned, as they sit down and they start bringing out food. Several of the Garu who live here are still are eating as they're like, Hey, Mark, welcome back. Oh, it's good to be back, guys. It's good to be back. And I'll sit down with, uh, uh, dang it, Dimitri and Zeb. And I'll uh, just g- give news of such. The, thi- the, the things that we've come across... Uh, the mages, the Dark Umbra, the uh, the the Legion of Scythia that we had uh, uh, ran into, and uh, of the Leech War, and how the the Bon is now uh, lifted in Sacred Stone, adding more to the sense of peace being brought back to the land. You know, stuff like that. Excellent. Nightbiter goes, and how's Kyle? Well. And Mark will get a little solemn with the shifting of powers. Regender Final Days has been exiled from Sacred Stone. And I know Guards the Low and he were very close. Very close. So Is he still he, there? No, he is he is Along with uh, a pack mate of mine and another pack mate of the Elmo Omens, and they head towards Steel Mountain. Oh, I see. Uh, could you send spirit word of when he's back? Of course. Like I'd like to speak with him, just kind of get the get the read on him. Of course, of course. I'll turn to uh, stands with the river and speaks with sparrows, and beg for uh, pardon for forgetting such a important detail, but. Mark begins recounting the resurrection of Carson Faces the Storm and the investigation that on why they had to go into the Dark Umbra and such. And a trial was held and it was discovered he was created by, you know, I'm just doing a synopsis here at this yeah. point. I'm sorry. So I tell him the information. As they look very grave, bizarre. So a namer can resurrect the dead? Indeed, it seems, and for his resurrection, it only cost one vampire. Yeah, it's then that um, swims with the moon goes. That's a cheap price. Very cheap price. Well, regardless of the price, the price he paid was his death. He wasn't even given the death of a Garu. He was given the death of something tainted. Something that needed to be purged. Hmm. What came back wasn't a guru. What came back was a farce and a mockery that only a namer would push towards us to think it was the truth. And it was rightly destroyed. I still pity him, though. He was just caught up in this as much as any of us, even for an Elder Silverfang. There nods, uh, speaks with the river, goes, "That's, that's very wise, Mark. Very wise. Thank you, Rhea. But on to other things. That is the past. The rites have been performed and a new season is upon us. That it, ha- that it is. That it is. In the back of your mind, Zeb, all you hear is, Do you wonder if Cora's going to teach Roy all her bad habits? Could you imagine? He never seems to pick up the right lesson. Only the worst one. And Cora was the only one who managed to frenzy during the right. 
Could you imagine a frenzying Roy? Hell, you can, can't you? Remember the last time? Three times in one night? Her constant abuses of him have left a long and lasting impact and an opening for the worm to invade him and his spirit, yes. The price will be paid in time when required. Be careful. She wanted. She could pay you back tenfold. You'll have to use your wits. You have mountains of that more than her. Meanwhile, you guys launch off to the Steel Mountain, the rest of you. As you land and you notice something slightly different about the Steel Mountain when you're greeted. It's, um, it's much more white. Many of the faces of the stargazers seem to be missing, replaced with white European descent people with strange mechanical pieces upon them. One with two semi-prosthetic arms of metal, much like fights on rooftops, that seems to be blended in with their flesh. Another one has blue eyes that give off a slight glow, but upon per closer inspection, you see the gears and the mechanical clockwork behind them performing something in the background. That's weird. <laughs> so you notice um, the new gatekeeper look at you. Eyes moving up and down, checking you. Who are you? I am Roy of the Ill Omens. And you? Looks like Kyle, Cora. This is a new face. Kyle, guards the low. Alpha of Fomori's Bane. Cora Two Hearts of Fomori's Bane. Snipes of the Darkness. Among the Hamids, you can call me Brandon. Adrian of the Glasswalkers. You see his glowing eyes shifting, moving. You notice he also has almost like metallic scales and little increments going up his arms and along to his fingers. What brings you to the Steel Mountain? I come for Shen, gazes from afar. I wish to learn from him. Then and I also would like to talk to Mandy, Eyes of the Mountain. You are only half lucky then. Gazes from afar is still here. The stargazer chose to leave. Apparently our presence offended her. We meant no offense. We are only here to guard the Karen. Is there something we can help with while we're here then? Some danger we should be aware of? We are keeping track of some things. How familiar are you with this Karen? We came through here a few months back. Hmm. Stayed a while, performed rites, helped with previous problems. Search, oh, give me a sec, as you see his eyes kind of clicking and chirping, as you see kind of like this holographic projection kind of go up. Ah, I see, your name's register. Your, I recognize your packs, though it seems you, as he looks at Roy, changed, changed packs since you were last here. Databanks have you under the Infernal Alphas. That is correct. We, I was once part of Infernal Alphas. Since the Alpha has changed, we've been renamed to Ill Omens. Hmm. Two Garu of Note might be worth listening to, then, since they were here when you last were here. Francis 10,000 Eyes was a Garu that you helped, apparently at a facility up in Boulder. Left the Sept soon after you had saved him. He ended up not 
aiding in the raid of Appleton and her organization. He has left. There is some talk that spirits whisper that he will be returning at some point soon. How soon, we cannot say. Eric wanders swiftly, has also left this Karen. He is being judged now. He is waging a war on Magadon. Several records show he has moved across and killed pharmacists and doctors who have ties to Magadon. Some relatively thin, such as a Magadon salesman, approaching them and giving them free samples of new painkillers. Teams that investigated after found no taint on the drugs that were gifted as free samples. Though his methods are effective and justifiable. He is threatening the veil, and we are thinking of taking him in, for his war is too blunt, and even the Hamids are starting to notice. Beyond that, we are transitioning. New processes are in place. Stargazers are leaving in mass. All but one have left. Have they stated where they're leaving to? I believe two went to Portland, or the area. Others went to the Unified Heart. One I know went down to California. They were offended. The Cyberdogs heard the call of... heard the plea of danger, and the Cyberdogs have answered it. And so the Cyberdogs are here to defend this Karen. An old Mighty Dollar is a powerful totem who will help the Silver Dogs buy more equipment and continue our upgrades to this Karen and the war. Well, it is a pleasure to meet with you. This is my first interaction with one of the Cyberdogs. The pleasure is mine. We have heard that you did a great many things under DIA. Garzlo, Yuf. You're too kind. As he extends his hand to shake yours. Uh, and Kyle will meet it. He takes your hand as he shakes it, smiles, and goes, The two elders are currently in a conference call. However, they should be done in as the same kind of holographic screen comes up. At about... in about two hours, if you can wait. Of course. Processing... ah, there he is. Gazes from afar, still in the meditation room. Much to our... well, you'll see. Much appreciated. Snipes in the darkness. I will, uh, see myself there. It's a pleasure meeting you. The pleasure is all mine. And with that, I will walk off to the meditation room. As you walk there, you see another two... Uh, white Garu, also with strange metal pl plates along them, various different forms, things like that. One of them is their arm changes, change into like almost a police shield. As you hear a snap, snap, as you hear gazes from afar going, I said, get out! Get out! This place is holy, as you see a, what looks like to be a quarterstaff bonk right into the, uh, the shield as the two cyber dogs move back. I will not have you change this part of the Karen into another one of your damn computer or experimentation rooms while I am still a member of this sept. I said get out! As the arm shifts back into a rather human-looking one, the cyberdog throws their hands up and walks away. What was that all about, Shen? The cyberdogs moved in, chased off... Many of the stargazers, even the ones who believe that the worm is the true enemy, or those who believe that they must wait and watch and measure their actions to make sure that 
Light and darkness do not fall out of ba balance with the great wheel. All of us disgusted by this. The spider-tainted cretins who wish to change this room into some sort of new research center for cyber fetishes. And because of the strong spiritual nature of the garden, they were going to repurpose it. And I told them no. And I continue to tell them no as he looks down the hallway. Well, I'm still a member of this sept! But... What brings you back, Roy? I was wondering, actually, if you could help teach me the ways of Kalindo. I can. It, sound, it seems that your fire mind is good and proper, and it'll be time to teach you some of the forms of defense. I believe I've told you how Kaliendo came into existence. You did. Then you should know. Wind typically moves and shifts. It swirls around obstructions, and only rarely does it crash and strike. But when it does, it is great and terrible. That is how the master of Kaliendo must be. Our goal is to avoid and move and push things over if necessary, but not to crash against them unless the need is great. That was my understanding. Good. Well, I suppose we will have to teach you the first forms then. You'll need to, of course, learn the falling leaf technique before we can get into any of the more specific forms of Kaliendo. I am here to learn. Good. I am here to teach, at least for now. The call of the unified heart is getting stronger, especially since I've heard the the current incarnation of the Klytal has wandered in that area recently. Oh, this is the first I'm hearing about this. The Klytal has come back and has mentioned that the Stargazers shall stand resolute. You've been too far away from your own tribe, your own family, that the Stargazers will stand resolute and that they go. Klytal gathers four elders of the stargazes and appears to be reaching out to the Haken, but that is all we know for now. The teacher seems to be forming the lesson before they teach us what they have learned. Well, while we wait, we can start the lesson for Eliando. Yes. Wind must be smooth, and so I need to teach you how to be smooth in defensiveness. This is a technique that'll allow you to shift into either your Hamid or Lupus form, depending on circumstance, to avoid or to shift in that form to try and make yourself smaller. This can be used to set up strikes as well as on how to avoid them. This is the foundation of many defensive techniques in Kaliendo, though not all. There are a couple that are in fact favored by Metis that plays to their strengths rather than ours. Shall we begin? Yeah. I traveled all this way. Excellent. Alright, Roy, I'm going to need you to roll Wits Brawl, difficulty 10 minus your wits. You need at least one success. Six, diff seven. <laughs> nice. Do I learn it in like one day? No, no you, you learn it though in about three. So, but, so you'll be taking to that. Um, Kyle, Cora, while that's happening, 
uh, and the teaching begins, how would you like to proceed? Well, I believe I at least agreed to meet with the elders in a couple of hours. Okay. So I'll probably do that first. Okay. Did you want me to come with you? That is entirely up to you. If you can make a move on on your Nix's ban- uh, bangle first, like, I know you want that back. <laughs> Not that bad, yeah. Yeah, sure. Coral, try and go. Like, she'll go off and see if she can find that. All right. Coral, you start heading off for that. You notice several missing uh, Garu. Spider Tender is gone, as is Howls with Sirens, and indeed Trolls the Wicked is also missing. Once again, adding to the effect that this Karen has become less ethnically diverse, as many of the Glasswalkers here were were African American. We don't know what tribes they were. Oh, they were all glasswalkers. They were all glasswalkers? Okay. Yep. So how would you like to go about looking for your Nyx's bangle, Cora? So I've got to activate this dagger first, correct? Correct. Uh, you feel the knife start to, to pull? And I'll follow it. Okay. Which is going to get real awkward in uh, the crowded city, for sure. You can wrap, like, tie it to your neck or something like that and put it under your... Yeah. So under I can my do it jacket that way. or something. Yeah. yeah. So you start doing that as you start walking off. Kyle, the doors open as you are greeted by... Um, excuse me. You are greeted by Lisa Steel and a new Garu once again. She looks at you. She, she smiles with her uh, brown hair. Seems to be also of Eastern European descent. As she smiles, you notice uh, several almost like circuit trees going up her eyes as, and they seem to camouflage themselves by looking like makeup if necessary. You see that her nails are not organic as well. Leads of Steel goes, guards low, smiles at you a little bit. And you, it's, it's been some time. It's a pleasure to see you again, Leads of Steel, Rhea, and to meet you as well. Oh, yes. Rachel Drone Master. Then yes, a pleasure to meet you, Drone Master Rhea. What can we do for you, Kyle? Well, I had originally come, well, with two friends, of course, and I thought to check up on Ladasha, uh, since I owed her a favor, but I thought it might be prudent to check in, since so many things have changed here, and so many things at Sacred Stone as well. Things have changed. The Stargazers decided to leave in mass when our allies here at the Cyberdogs decided to help. Help? Is something wrong? We lost several Garu. Our numbers were hurting. We're in the heart of the city. There's a Magadon facility. They still have parts of DIA under their control, though their strength has certainly waned. There's the DNA facility, and we lost several Garu. They went after Appleton and never came back. Appleton isn't listed missing. It sounds like she moved out of the state, but is alive and well and somehow survived the attack of three three Garu and then just picks up and leave. Leaves. And then on top of that, DNA while hurting from the last thing, last time, you all 
helped is still still running unfortunately we've been able to hold off and we've even been able to kill a couple of their hunting teams but beyond that we've been hard pressed very hard pressed and so the cyber dogs came in and helped us well i'm glad that the sept was able to find the manpower that it needed though i'm sorry that the stargazers have chosen to depart <sighs> perhaps it was for the best we always clashed on methods things like that we can now just perform a regular regular moot have corporate corporate meetings all hands for kin and guru alike more in line with our tribal values though shen's sticking around and he's become a bit of a thorn at times after the cyberdog as uh, uh excuse me as um drone master speaks up and goes we keep telling him we've upgraded most of the spirits here we've made sure that all the spirits here especially the few weaver ones that have allied with this karen are now stronger upgraded able to defend the karen more and though his little garden certainly creates a different kind of spiritual flow that ha is valid in other Karens, it's not valid here. It clashes with the aesthetics and the spiritual flow of the spirits we strengthened. And as such, we just want to change and shift the energy flows so that it's more in line with the, the Karen. We can make it far more productive and if it's more productive and producing more and helping our kin, that means that the little company that we run here as a SEP becomes more powerful and more profitable and more of that money goes to Almighty Dollar, who is the totem of this Karen, and thus strengthens him. I know several of them had always been uncomfortable with us pushing bone nars away but their poverty weakens the karen and we simply can't have that the, this is a karen of production and wealth and for spiritual survival we push those garu away we help them when we can but we cannot help them here and those stargazers apparently thought that trying to change the very nature of the karen which could have weakened it was a worthy risk and I simply disagreed. Kyle will look a little uncomfortable at the mention of pushing Bonars away on purpose, uh, but will choose not to engage that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad things seem to be stabilizing. Um, Roy Mindscape, who came as well, has the ability to, with a name, track the direction that someone may be in. And I am able to track how to put it, a leader of someone. So if I have a name, I can find the person who gives them orders, at least their name and description. And then, of course, with Roy's gift, they could be tracked. So if you have any interest in that, if that would help while we are here, I'd be happy to provide it. Oh, excellent. Yes. Uh, what an interesting gift. Yes, are we, we have Ragabosh, who also know Pulse of the Prey, but your gift, hmm. As she gets this kind of like gleam in her eye that is more obsessive than you'd like, I would certainly love to see the the extents of this gift and and the mechanics of it. That's that's very fascinating. Well, I'd 
would be more than happy to perform the gift, but of course I... It would be rude to teach it. Ah, of course. We don't want to anger the spirits or anything like that. Thank you for understanding, Rhea. As Roy, the quarterstaff is coming right at your head as you're in glabro form. And he goes, now! And you switch to Hamid and this quarterstaff just goes just a few inches above your head as your hair kind of breezes slightly. Good. Good. Ready to try and upgrade this to make it a little harder? Was becoming somewhat easy, I'd hate to say. But yes, a challenge would be nice. Perfect. As a change of pace. Take Krynos form. Shifts to Krynos. All right. Shift to Lupus form this time. I am going to try and strike strike here as he points at the spot. This is the expa- exact spot your Hispo head will be. Your Lupus head should be as he points back there, which will in turn allow you to dodge this. So, Stamina Primal Urge. You need two successes. One success will get you to Hispo. Perfect. As you shift, the Lupus form is there. Smack! Perfect. Good, you're getting the hang of this. Cora, in the streets, you continue to feel the dagger pulling, pulling. You're moving through the streets of Denver as the dagger seems to be pulling you in the direction of Boulder, which makes sense. Yeah. It takes about a day to walk there. Kyle, you're kind of just mulling about talking to some of the glass walkers about. You learn a little bit about the state of the Karen. It seems that that there are definitely the the cyber dogs seem to almost match if not um, outright overwhelm the original number of glass walkers there. All the weaver spirits in the umbralscape are indeed up upgraded. And you even get to meet old Scutter Spike again. Oh, how's he doing? Also upgraded, so he's a bit bigger. He has like a little machine gun on his head. Okay. <laughs> and he's he's very pleased talking about, but he will not elaborate on, the fact that advances in the prime objective are progressing. Uh, well, then I suppose I will just congratulate him on that and i will also while i am walking around talking to people i would like to find out where specifically the stargazers went i know that you gave us that nice list but basically Mm -hmm. just kyle confirming got it that like most of them went to the unified heart yeah it looks like um eyes of the heaven went to the unified heart eyes of the mountain also went to unified heart um meditates at midnight ended up at the the Sept of Distant Dreams, located in LA, and Restless Dawn ended up at the Sept of the Towering Pillar, located in Oregon. Shit, and I think uh, one other Garu went there, right? Uh, I, I think I miscounted the Stargazers when I gave that lift off the Okay. Cuff. And okay. it sounds like exactly how she would describe the Stargazers, because, well... Our lovely drone master doesn't seem to care all that much about stargazers. Yeah, that makes sense. Or, <laughs> uh, you know, Bonars. Probably some others. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, 
After a couple days of journeying, Zeb, you're approaching the farm of your sister. The farm looks a lot different since you left. There's a lot more trees, a lot more cover crop that's just left out to decompose in the soil. There are a lot less, uh, a couple even prairie dog or groundhog holes and you notice several squirrels even jumping about the trees. It looks like she really diversified this place in the years you've been gone. Oh, all right, you know, give it a look around, but I guess I'll start heading. Uh, she has like a shot, like a storefront here as well as the house. Uh, they have kind of like a little thing that says tours, uh, but it says closed. Okay. All right, uh, I guess I'll head toward, the, toward her house then. All right, as you head towards the house, you knock as a man you don't quite recognize, opens the doors, he looks out. Hello? Hi, does Constance still live here? Yeah, yeah. Constance, you got a visitor. As you hear in the dis- uh, upstairs, coming, coming. Uh, sorry, Carl. Uh, and you are as he looks over your shoulder and sees Mark and Dimitri. My name's Zeb, her brother. Oh. This is Mark and Dimitri, friends of mine. Nice to meet you. Nice, nice to meet you. Right. Zeb, you're Zeb. Wow. I'm I'm Zeb. Well, uh, got his hand. Like to shake the guy's hand. He he shakes your hand as he goes. Uh, yeah, like I said, Carl. Um, so might be a bit much, but I'm your brother-in-law. Well, that's great. Yeah. How long have you all been married? Uh, three years now. Uh, checks out. <laughs> as what? Constance comes down and goes, Zeb, Zeb, as she kind of runs over. Connie, this is Mark and Dimitri. No, I, I guess he's he'll be a little bit awkward, but he'll you know give her kind of a hug as much uh, as we probably hug she she hugs she knows you're, you're awkward about it and she just kind of doesn't care right now yeah yeah like in her locked arms uh, she she looks at you and goes you look like you've been okay um i'm gonna make you dinner oh wow i thought like <sighs> okay huh <sighs> as she she whispers in your ear this isn't more shit this isn't more shit because of dad, is it? No, no, just just a visit. We're not asking for anything. We're not here to burn down your farm. I, I, I man, I would certainly hope not. <laughs> okay, come on in. Come on in. Wow, place looks great. It yeah, really looks good. you've done a you've done a great job. We're trying. We're trying. We're 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 trying to compete with a lot of the major farms, and a lot of how we make our money is through the tours. Uh, we decided to go with um, regenerative farming. Outstanding. So get a lot of cover crop seeds. We've got the goats and stuff eaten out there. We rotate them out and their manure keeps everything going. Uh, we even have a few local coyotes and they actually don't bother the chicken too much because there's plenty of groundhogs out there for them to eat. Doing it right. Yeah, uh, you should have seen this. I know dad tried his damnedest, but man, the soil took some work to get back. Oh, it had to. People around here got greedy, doing stupid things like liquid fertilizer in winter. These things happen. Yeah, uh... I'm glad you brought it back, honey. I really am. Yeah, what... Zeb, what brings you out here? Mark had some things to attend to, and we thought to come and pay a visit, but something else comes to mind, too, about growing crops. We can, I mean, we, like, we'll wait to like, sit down and whatever, but 
the gist is, is I think I'd like to bring some of your stuff, some of the things you grow here out west, and maybe some compost. Try to help out some of the folks, especially in Christmas time. I think we can sell some and send some money back. I think others we can donate, but there's some there's some rookies out that way trying to grow things, and it's, they're having a little bit of a hard time, especially with police damaging what they've got and anything else. But okay, seem to way to contribute. Where are you at now, Zeb? Uh, Colorado way. Colorado Stop way. Stop there huh? for a bit. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah, Colorado Springs. Well, actually, so funny enough, uh, me and Carl, the the farm has actually been pretty successful, and we're thinking of trying trying to do the same thing and run classes out of Colorado. So if you can if you can keep an eye out for farmland or anything like that, maybe we could do that. And um, t- hey, and she looks at all of you. Don't worry, uh, Carl's kenning as well. Oh, good. So. Well, things have been a little bit spicy in Colorado Springs lately. There might be other places that we'd be a little safer, but we'll definitely keep a lookout. Sure, and you know we can hire kin too. I know, know it's hard to to work a job that's in the service of uh, the mother, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, has she been out this way? Oh, yeah, she has. She, you missed her by about two months, actually. Too bad. I think it would have been good for you. You guys had, could have had a lot to talk about. Uh, it's hard enough coming here and interrupting you and Carl now. I don't know if I could face her quite yet. And she looks over at Mark and Dimitri, and she turns, and despite you being a guru, she gives this withering stare of cut it the fuck out. Mark's a farm boy himself from out this way, and... Dimitri's house unfortunately got taken out by some, uh, well, by some enemies of ours a while back, so give him a chance to home cook meal, see some relation. Then there's some things we're on the lookout for out this way, too. If you got any leads on some derelict pickup trucks, that'd be a mighty big help. We have a little uh, bit of a plan to get some of the stuff out that way again. And she looks over at, uh, Carl and kind of, they both look at each other and goes, you know what, uh, fuck old Dano, uh, two doors down, he's got a He's got a busted up pickup. He's just letting it sit out there and rust. He says it's part of the aesthetics, but if you give him 50, 50 to 100 bucks, he, he'll gladly part with it. That's a lead. Yeah, so... No, it's been... We, we've been doing good, though. We've been expanding everything, and... Yeah. I'm really glad. I. One of us had to wander, right? That's fine. I'm really glad you're able to keep the place together. And you, again, amazing. I had a double take when I walked onto the land. I didn't even recognize it anymore. So I think you should be able to be really proud of it. How's Prudence? Well, being Prudence, she's doing her best with the whole whole police officer thing. She's doing she's doing good work. She, you know, working working her beat, helping out folks when she can. But and then you know does uses her 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 abilities to to cover up for when you guys lose control. Yeah, yeah, good person to have around. No, she'll. She might be back. Or, uh, she might be around tomorrow if you guys can stick around that long. I think we'll have a little bit of time. I know Mark has some things he wants to attend to, and so does Dimitri. Okay, sounds good. Well, appreciate the hospitality, but definitely, uh, anyway, we I could repay you back for it. Uh, got any chores you need done in the morning? Yeah, we got uh, we got some stuff with the goats. Don't worry, we'll put you to bo- we'll put you to work. You could say I'm built for it, and Mark will kind of stretch out his arms and give a flex. Carl goes, as so you are. What are you moaning, my kin? Uh, you could say I got uh, 
farm I was raised in. Uh, oh, few, no, uh, no. As he points to himself, get a Fenris. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Children of Gaia. Oh, wow. Let me tell you what. Took some hard licks. Me, uh, Mary and Connie. Oh, yeah? Ah, uh, the Fenrir all about that purity of the Fenris bloodline shit. I decided to walk away from it. This seemed better for me. Uh, Definitely not everybody in the nation can handle it. That seems pretty on brand for Fenris to me. Don't give a fuck what they think and decide to do what you're going to do. Take what you take. I like it, Carl. I like it. Very get of you. <laughs> Appreciate it. We have a friend of ours you need to meet. She gets ragged on all the time, and she definitely takes it and does what she wants to do. <laughs> it's, two hearts would enjoy your company, definitely. Oh, you're the pack with Cora, two hearts. Shit. Yes, Fomori's Bane definitely our name gets around, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, we heard some rumors that you guys were in Europe, and one of the elders said something about trying to resurrect a long-dead tribe. Pretty ambitious for Fosterns, man. Well, having been there, it was definitely a harrowing experience, and oh boy, like, I thought we wouldn't get it out of it, honestly. The things we saw in the Umbra got lost for who knows how long, but we made it. Also heard the tale of Cora Two Hearts entering a black spiral dancer hive to kill their their one of their members and leaving. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys, your names are coming definitely going around, but that's just because you guys are just from what I'm hearing, you're making a name for yourselves. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you. Definitely appreciate this. We don't normally get words of praise <laughs> like this. <laughs> so this is very nice. Thank you so much. All right. So you guys do that. Couple, you'll, you'll, we'll start with you guys with the truck in just a sec. But Cora, you finally made it to Boulder. And the, the dagger is not pulling you towards the DNA facility. Like you remembered is the area not? to be. No. Mm. It continues to pull and continues to pull until you get to a large dump. Those bitches. They apparently did not think your Nix's bangle was anything special and didn't want to keep it. Well, thank God for that. Gonna get real stinky. <laughs> as you start trudging through the trash as there is half composted food plastic, torn clothes, broken toys, the like, as it's almost waist deep, as it's almost a small mountain. The knife continues to pull and pull and pull. I need you to do strength athletics, please. All right. So you dig and you get down and you almost create like a little burrow <laughs> as you're a human just shoveling trash, broken toys from... Avalon discarded Telus video games. There's a half-eaten O'Tully's burger there. S flies everywhere. Hundreds of bottles of King's beer. <laughs> as well as Zarina vodka bottles. Just everywhere. Gross. Absolutely disgusting. Uh, as you just go, go, there's a like a enough of it compact above you that it creates almost a makeshift roof with like a banana peel hanging as it slimes <laughs> down your back until you finally Ooh. get it and you find your Nyx bangle. Nah. Nah. Puts it back on. 
as you get this very distinct feeling in your arm, specifically around the bangle, as the spirit seems to just turn away from you. Shit. Well, I'll I'll keep it on. I won't try to activate it or anything. I'll keep it on while I like dig myself out of the trash and like shove it in my pocket as I leave the dump. All real confused like and make my way back to Steel Mountain. Well, you, you get the sense of the spirit. The spirit's just like, how could you leave me there? The spirit's pride is wounded. Ah. <laughs> I need to figure out a way to soothe. You're going to have to commune the with the spirit. Cora's going to have to do out, spirit things. Going to figure out how to do that. Because <laughs> Cora don't know, how, don't know shit about how to do that. She can't she'll even have, talk to spirits. <laughs> she'll have to meditate upon the... The next bangle, and the spirit might be old enough to know the Garu tongue. That'd be helpful. Cool. So, Cora's is gonna get out of the the trash heap and go find some place like private and hidden away, I suppose. Okay. To yeah, like meditate on with the spirit. All right. I need you to roll Gnosis Diff Six. Oh, not again! Fuck! It's not a botch, as the spirit. Kind of, you, you get the vision of the spirit in your head as you see this being cast of shadow and night kind of gazing at you as you see the glimmer of stars where its eyes might be. As it just looks and it shakes its head rumpily. I just sit there kind of like cross-legged with, with the, the bangle in her lap. Just like, I am so sorry. Just so, so sorry. Like kind of defeated. Like, god damn it. So. I fucked this one up <laughs> the spirit then goes if you wish a partnership to continue then i will give you tasks because you have not shown proper remorse i will give you many tasks to bring favor to me i would love to still have a partnership with you rinse me in a, a stream clean me of the filth that you allow to strike this physical form I am a spirit. I should be given proper places. I have agreed to take on this physical body so that it is a piece to be honored, not to be thrown away with half-digested food. Half-digested food that will sink and stink with things that will never age. That is your first task. Consider it almost complete. And next is this place is too bright. There's too much brightness in the city. It offends me. It deeply offends me. You must find 350 lights and break them while they are on in the middle of the night. Alrighty. Can do. Clean. Do some vandalism. <laughs> After the third day, Roy, you have completed your training with the falling leaf style as Ooh. Shen bows and goes, you've learned much and so i can guide you now on your first true step of caliendo i believe i'm ready we will use what you have already learned this is caliendo builds upon itself and so i will i have given you a foundation and now we will have you lay the first brick this technique is called the changing breeze it is a way for you to shift into a lower form to throw your enemy off 
specifically. You maneuver your body, making it much more difficult to strike you. You are not truly moving, and thus you are not truly dodging. You are contorting your body like the wind, moving around the strike while staying in place. I believe I understand. As the breeze, I breathe life into fighting. Very well. Let us begin. All right, I need you to do another wits brawl. Difficulty 10 minus your wits. You succeed, but this one will take a week to learn. Okay. It is a bit more difficult as you are moving and shifting. You're hearing more about the Appleton raid while you're training too. That some of the rumors has it that Appleton did in fact kill the Garu that went after her. There's a couple rumors from the Glasswalkers that live in this Karen that the Cyberdogs refused to send any of their own there because they suspected something. Though there's no no proof of that, and it seems almost just a kind of um, a kind of just bitterness that they lost some and the Cyberdogs did not. Okay. Just kind of the little things you pick up while you're training uh, through Shen. You're learning that there's a kind of growing wave of discontent with the Stargazers. With the fall of their Karen recently, the one in China, and none of the other tribes offering to help them take it back, the Stargazers are growing a bit bitter across the nation. Shen even comments, They fight the wrong enemy, and even when the enemy they claim to despise strikes a blow against our tribes, they sit here and shake their heads saying there is nothing they can do, even though they have done, they do so much here. There are many ways that they could have lend and lend aid and yet they do nothing. No, they do not really. As you hear in the back of your mind, Roy. And so why should we bother helping them if the nation isn't going to help us? That makes oh so much sense. Why help those that don't help us? To some degree I agree with you, Brother Roy, but part of me wonders if it is simply because of the mask of illusion. <sighs> There's many creatures in darkness that harm. The worm's suffering bleeds over and it hurts those that come near it. Perhaps the entire nation is simply infected by Gree. What is this Gree? It's a, one of the many legs of Centipede. It is said to be the manifestation of despair. Perhaps the nation has succumbed to this Gee, but perhaps the nation just may not care any, anymore. Eh, perhaps. I've heard that there are other worms other legs of centipede, one of apathy, though the name Doc whew, escapes me. Meanwhile, it's the next day. You've done your chores, Mark, Dimitri, Zeb, as you go over t two doors down. You see a big, bigger man, kind of got the hat going. He's got a jacket on, big old beer belly. Goatee, white dude with graying sandy hair and a nice beat up pick pickup three flat tires, and just a little bit of rust for color. All right. Hey, Dano, I was talking to 
Carl and Connie down the way here, and they said your truck might be for sale. <laughs> Did they now? <laughs> What's your well, name, like young man? Name's Zeb. Well, Zeb, it's a pleasure to meet you as he extends his overly muscular arms, clearly of a hard life, calloused hands. All right, yeah, I'll shake his hand. <laughs> hey, as he pulls out like a little flask, wanting to buy my truck, huh? As he looks at you, Dimitri, Mark. Surely would. My friend here's a mechanic. We'd like to do some work on it. Find an old truck out here and back home. It's where we'd like to start. Mechanic? <laughs> Man, get more baby-faced every year. What do you do, son? As a mechanic, do you use some fancy computer to get it going? This bad boy don't use no computer. <laughs> oh, no, I, I learned it the good old-fashioned, hard-working way. Oh, did you? He pulls out a little can, gets some, some dip, puts it in, spits out. Really now? Oh, come on. Come on, I'd like to see this. Young gun thinking he can work on an old truck. <laughs> Do you want a shot for your nerves? <laughs> I'm just kidding you, kid, as he puts his arm around you and kind of shakes you in a friendly, friendly manner. Oh, I know I can fix it. I just need time. <laughs> as he throws open the hood, you look at the engine. Can you, yeah, as he starts pop quizzing you, can I get an intelligence crafts roll, please? Diff five. These are these are softball as hell questions. He's clearly a guy who knows the bare minimum. Who's trying to play the uh, the old guy, trying to teach the young the young gun the ropes. Oh, damn. Yeah, you're just like lickety splits. Moment. Answer. 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 As he goes, oh, <laughs> I'll shoot. I guess you do know your stuff, huh? Okay. Yeah. If you wanna. I can even help uh, help you push it up the road a bit if you need. As he started, he rubs his big old beer gut and he just goes, "I ain't that weak, despite appearances." Well, definitely, I'm sure we could just use the help getting it up the way. All right, come on. As he looks you over all over and he goes, points to Dimitri, "You look like the lightest of all of us. Why don't you jump in the front there, Mister?" Smart learn the hard way and uh, steer us right. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. All right, as he as he grabs your arm and he does like a little squeeze on your bicep and goes, make sure you go real hard now. This bad boy doesn't have power steering. <laughs> as you guys push up the road, start getting the truck up there, and you get up there as Dano's just like, huh. <sighs> <sighs> Huh, as none of you are sweating, goes, Well, don't be so worn out on my account. You did all the hard pushing, Dano. We appreciate you. <laughs> you you're all right. You're all right. Zeb, you said? That's my name, Zeb. I'll keep an eye out for you. Connie's, Connie's brother, right? I think I remember you. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't be a stranger, Ollie. I... Come on over, they'll definitely give you a beer, something stronger. <laughs> oh, thanks, we'll try Mr. to bring her on by when we get it running. Sounds good. I got some some good old drinks. 
Sounds great, Dano. Thank you. Sure thing. <laughs> As he starts walking back to his property, patting his head, unzipping his jacket in the cold Wisconsin air. Yes, just, just just overheating. I like Dano. Was he a neighbor of ours before, Keegan? He was. He was kind of more distant, though. Uh, yeah. Mostly because your mom kind of put him off. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, uh. yeah. <laughs> Given, I think yeah. everyone here has got pretty low rage. Minus uh, spice, spice Mark, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, Mark, they uh, when you guys get the truck fixed, we'll head, have you head back up and have the right performed on you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess the question is, is this, is this a summon spirit for Truck Guardian? Yes, it is. Okay. And uh, we'll we'll take some time for that. Okay. To prepare ourselves. And, uh, you know, there's some ritualistic things we can do at least, you know. Clean it off, clear out the bed, you know, pump up a tire. I mean, it, uh, we got it's derelict. But we'll do some ritual things for a couple hours or, you know, an hour or two before we uh, we go to summon, summon it. Okay. Uh, we will drop the difficulty. Remember, though, you will still have to do a gnosis roll because you're on the physical side Correct. of the gauntlet. Yes, so sir. The difficulty if... is five. All right. Um, just posing it out there while he makes his uh, typing roll. Uh, I do have Apescraft blessings, so if there may be any tools around, I could maybe help with the ritual of fixing it up. Cool. Yeah, it'll definitely be mostly. Uh, you'll be able to help Dimitri for that, actually. Okay, sweet. I'll help out with some. Uh, with Dimitri there. I'll make, I'll get the roll set up when I need to make the Okay, roll. perfect. The spirit arrives immediately, and it looks at you as it appears and it forms, and it manifests as an old trucker. It's got the overalls, the plaid, no jacket, though, big, big bushy beard, trucker hat, as he kind of steps forward in his boots. What can I do for you, boys? Well, we found ourselves a truck here. And we have some hard work we need to do. We need to take some food and supplies to some folks out west and take care of some folks here during the holidays. There'll be plenty for us to carry for a while here, especially things that we grow and things to move. And, well, you're the one we need, and the truck here's the one we want to get going. Hmm. Oh, you want me to help you with this old truck? We'll get it running. Mm-hmm. We'll take care of it. We've already started. We're not done yet. Well, I can definitely give it to you to that it'll run for miles. More miles than any human would think it could run if you get her fixed up. Definitely help with that. We surely will. What, what'll you give me in turn, though? Okay, I'll give Gnosis first, Keen. And it'll be okay. like, I'll, I'll give like, like a form of coffee, like a cup of coffee. Okay. As he grabs and goes, hmm. Not bad. Not the crank, though. Well, I don't have too much of that around, but I have some coffee, and we're willing to do what we can for you to get get this get our truck on the road and do the hard work that needs to be done. Okay, okay, I like it. Um, so here, what you gonna do for me? I want you boys after you do this truck up and all nicely. Is I want you to go and work at a gas station with truckers for a while, serving, fixing up their cars, doing nice light work on the trucks, making sure that they function for the next, for three days. 
and you don't get to sleep. Truckers don't sleep. You ain't sleeping while you helping truckers. What could go wrong? <laughs> what what could go wrong, Zeb? What could go wrong? What could go wrong? What could go wrong with our six rage friend? All right. Good as it spits in his hand and he extends it. Zeb will spit in his hand and extend it. There's the loud slap and they shake. He goes, get to fixin' then, as he dissolves away, and all that's left is the spit in your hand. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Apescraft's blessing for uh, Mark. This is going to be an extended roll. Every roll is going to represent a day. Uh, you need a total of 15 successes to fix this. Uh, Mark, if you use Apescraft's blessing, you'll be able to bless the tools that Dimitri uses and extend that negative uh, difficulty to him. We'll have to weigh this against, uh, you know, making deals with meth head truck driver, giving giving uh, gnosis to Baines. I don't know yeah. where I lay on the uh, <laughs> on the litany of, uh, of grievances yet. Get that. Uh, let's ha- see that roll, Mark. All right. So, Mark. You were able to do that. Dimitri, you will be able to make your intelligence crafts roll. Mm-hmm. Difficulty five, thanks to Mark's help on this roll. Awesome. Here we go. Six out of 15. As you you get far the first day, you're just cruising. As you're just like, as you're just calling for tools and going, calling for tools and going, things like that. You're just a fucking machine as you're going the uh, just a little grease is on your sh- shirt very little motor oil as you step out the sun is setting you get there all right dimitri let's get uh actually first mark another apescraft's blessing from you all right that succeeded so it's another minus one uh difficulty dimitri so it'll be diff five all right here we go yeah nice nice all right, 12 out of 15. You are cruising. All right, let's do one more. Mark. All right, reduce the difficulty by one, Dimitri. Done. You get the you get the truck repaired, and not just repaired, it runs better than it did. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So it's about a two-day, or it's about a day's drive back to the the Sept of the Five Mirrors, Mark, as you reapproach, as you recall one last thing to ask the elders here. I will go towards Stands with the River. Okay. Mark, welcome back. Thank you. It's uh, good to be back. We got the truck up and running. Oh, excellent. But uh, I'm here for a different reason. Out on our errands, I pondered and thought about something I feel that needs to be happen, happening. Okay. Mark will start talking about how his visions of uh, the many talent hunter pondering upon the curse and the rage he feels he is strayed from the path and instead of doing a certain right as a form of punishment try to treat it as such as trying to reduce the curse kind of stuff like that okay she nods and goes certainly we can we can perform a rite um it will be it will be a bit unpleasant though just 
just so that you are aware. I'm sure it will be, considering the nature of the right. Very well. We can take care of this for you. <sighs> I appreciate it, and please know I don't take this decision lightly. I, Mark will kind of get a little solemn and bow his head a little bit. This, this rage, as much as is a gift, it hinders me from my interactions with the spirits, and that's what I am. To feel I can't even do that. I understand. <sighs> as she takes a deep sigh and goes, luckily I do have a right that will help. I'll call Ren's the Wicked and swims with the moon. We will perform the rite for you. Thank you, Elderia. And so you get taken to the center, near the center of the cairn as everyone kind of watches as they come in and they start peeling your clothes off of you, throwing them to the wayside as the bitter cold of Superior just strikes you. And it is just uncomfortable. As one goes, Mark guides the fallen. You have let the rage take you. Then the another one speaks up. And it is time that you run the gauntlet, child. As you see them take sticks and clubs as you approach them in Crinus. And they start beating you with the clubs. They start beating you back and forth, up and down, left and right, as you feel one crack you in the jaw, as they keep going and they keep beating, as each one spends a point of rage, as you take bashing and bashing and bashing until everything goes black, and Dimitri, Zeb, you watch Mark go down in Krynos unconscious and shift back into Hamid. Mark, your permanent rage is three lower. Oof. Once he falls, they grab a blanket and they wrap him in it and take him into one of the hidden cabins of the Karen. Oof. I'd imagine I'm out for a bit. <laughs> you're, you're out for a couple hours, but your regeneration takes over. I guess I'll stir from my unconsciousness with a... <clears throat> as Dimitri and Zeb are there, as they have clothes in hand... How do you feel, Mark? You you took a beating. Uh, did I did I succeed? Was the right successful? You tell us. Well, I'll let you know when the bruises go away. <laughs> and I'll let loose like a smile and a, like a thumbs up. <laughs> and about that clothes, I am freezing. Oh yeah, yeah here here. <laughs> thank you, uh, but thank you for letting me do that. I. Felt it necessary, but onward and upward. All I'm right. Truck now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, meanwhile, at the Sept of the Steel Mark Mountain, Kyle, you are called in with the elders of the Karen while you're uh, still waiting for uh, Roy to finish his Caliendo lesson. So, how can I help you? We have decided that your gift would be beneficial. We, we want to know who who's controlling Appleton. That's been a bit of a sore spot for us. Very well. I can look into that. Uh, so I will spend my gnosis. I don't know. It doesn't say I have to do this, but like I will sit down and 
like meditate on it, I guess. Um, okay. Three. All right. So you start to imagine and you get, uh, so there's two paths you can go down the mundane or the magical. Which one would you prefer to look into? Can I ask them what they prefer? Uh, it's your or choice. Yeah, it... it's all it's okay. all like how the gift works for you. Yep. Okay, then I will choose mundane. Okay. So going down the mundane path, you get someone named Blake Bates, who is a research assistant at the LA for, uh, School of Forensics. Uh, Bates is a younger man, looks to be, looks, is uh, white with blonde hair, looks to be fresh out of college, if not maybe two or three years removed from his master's. Seems to always be in a lab coat. Julia Wilson is um, basically the boss of Bates and seems to be the head of the forensic lab. And finally, you have Ronnie Kim, who is a man of Asian descent. He is also in a lab coat. He, is, he seems to be a major uh, player at the LA genetics department at the university. Uh, I will relay these as I see them, I guess, to the elders. They nodded. As they go, we'll keep these names in mind and we might start looking at them with our ragabosh. Might have to send a strike team into L.A. I'm sure the Stargazers will be very happy to see us. Yes, they uh, might worry that you followed them. <laughs> oh, well, as Drone Master speaks, I'll always, I can always send a couple cyber fetishes or spirits to scout out ahead if we absolutely have to. That's always a possibility. You... Could always try to work with the Sept in LA, let them know about it, and let them send their strike team. That's true. Though, a bunch of Bonars might not be very willing to work with us, given our reputation. But, we'll try. As always, as, as Drone Master kind of does like a clap of her hands and bows, slightly, almost, it's... It comes, it looks very sincere, but you cannot shake the feeling of mockery. My friend, child of Gaia, your wisdom in these matters to try and unite us, even in these difficult times, sometimes I forget. And Leeds of Steel goes, Kyle, I, I agree. I think we should reach out to our fellow Ura tribe, as he kind of laughs at the term, and try and keep those bonds strong. Thank you for your help though well of course it's um it is an honor to help our friends at steel mountain meanwhile on the road you guys get to where the former sept of the winterfang is dimitri your heart sinks there's a paper mill there grinding away mundane damage but it's all mundane all the same and worse yet Callo kin who didn't leave they look like they're working there. At least a couple of faces you recognize drive in and punch in. I I hope that after all we had done, they would have abandoned the location. Oh. Mark will kind of come up behind Dimitri and put a hand on his shoulder. 
So sorry this we had to see that this happened. But think of it this way. We were able to successfully shut down the cairn and the sept. Physically, this place will suffer. And in indirectness, the umbral will suffer too. But the worm won't siphon that energy. That's, that's what I was thinking of. I guess part of me hoped that maybe someday we could bring back the the cairn again but i it's it's better than the alternative at least it is and reclaiming the cairn is a noble cause okay so so cora you finish washing off the nyx spangle just in time helios is set behind the mountain you see the street lights starting to come on you see the headlights of cars coming on the whole place looks like a sea of stars and you hear a hiss from the spirit in your nyx bangle as you hear the spirit going are we not partners are we not allies do you not care for my suffering after all the indignities i have been put through vandalism for gaia <laughs> i was kind of thinking about it and i wanted to go like kind of stealthy undo it, but without my Nexus Bangle, Cora's a bumbling idiot. Um, <laughs> she can't hide. She can't hide for shit. Um, so, uh, I think she wants to stick mostly to, like, alleyways, and... That's... Um, man, you are... You do not love your Nyx's Bangle. Well, I do. The spirit wants you to break lights, shining places where there's too much light. Alleyways aren't well lit. <laughs> all right all right let's go get arrested <laughs> uh, all right well you could okay. use your money to get like one of those horse masks <laughs> my god <laughs> i got 50 bucks left good thing those things are like what 25 <laughs> um yeah cora will yeah, I think that's a good idea, getting a mask of some sort. It's cold, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Fantastic. So a gator and a beanie are not going to be out of place. Correct. So we'll go spend, I don't know, 15 bucks. All right. To get like, to get a gator and a beanie. And Glabro doesn't cause delirium, does it? No, but it still looks unnatural upon closer inspection. Yes. Um, my thought is that I'm wearing a coat. I'm like wearing a heavy coat, a gator, a beanie. And if I make her a little bit taller and a little bit bigger, like she's 6'3", 360 pounds at that point. All right. Yeah, um, go for it. That, that makes sense to me. It, it would. That would work. When she's in Hamid form, she, like, yeah. you're not going to suspect a 5'9", 980 pound girl. Yep. No, that makes sense. So I figure that would be... Alright. A good way to go about it. So you shift um, to Glabro? Yep. And we'll start breaking lights. <laughs> Which light? Do you want to go for a car or a street light? Uh, the, a light in a store? Door. No, All I right. don't want to fucking... Yeah, no, 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 you said it. You said it. So Cora... No, don't do that Cora... to me. Don't do that to me. <laughs> you, you didn't do this when you said it. Oh, God. And you've already used your mulligan chip. Oh, crap. <laughs> Cora, you walk into the store as 
everyone in the store just watches this girl go ah smashes her fist <laughs> into the the light to break it yo whoa Jesus <laughs> Christ what the hell and we're gonna Jesus calmly Lord. <laughs> and we're gonna like calmly kind of like walk out of the store and go around the corner shift down as you just hear in your ear one <laughs> oh gracious and we're gonna go through like you know streets and stuff just like smashing head like headlights and like shifting between glabro and cora you know hamid glabro and hamid um okay as you're going around corners shifting down coming out you know okay so one of you is one of the people is driving their car and they see this crazy crazy lady come out with like a trash can lid and start breaking both their headlights (laughs) as it's a family of four as you hear the two children (gasps) screaming in the background and the mom and dad are just in shock (laughs) 53 as the night continues much the same as there is a police car coming up to you you only have three more lights to break and the lights flashing you hear the nick spangle going those lights are bright they're too bright i like it okay we're gonna is it coming towards me or behind oh me? yeah yeah it's coming towards you okay we're gonna go for smashing the headlights and then jumping on top and like just smashing the top ones and then we're gonna get out of there and <laughs> so you do all that as the, down and as then you, take the coat off and oh my as, god she's no, on pcp somebody call for backup as you just hear dust. as you hear one of them the vehicle step <laughs> away from the vehicle as one goes freeze 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 and tries to shoot you while you're running away Definitely high on PCP. Cora, as you take four lethal as the bullet just shears through your back as you turn the corner. Unfortunately, when you shift down, there will be a bullet wound through your clothes as the Nick Spangle purrs in your ear. I'm pleased. You may activate me whenever you wish, friend. Hurry, I think she went down this way. Cora, what would you like to do? You may try and activate your Nix's bangle. Dip yeah, five. We're gonna do that. You eva- you activate your Nix's bangle. And we hide deep in the shadow. You get four dice four additional dice to your stealth pool. Nice. It's diff seven. You succeed though. <laughs> you hide barely as the cops move by and you make your way back to Steel Mountain. Got my shiny shit back. After a week, Roy, you've learned your first step in Caliendo, and Gazes from Afar tells you you've learned much, but it's time for you to actually have some experience with it out in the out in the world before I teach you any more. Seek me at the Unified Heart, more than likely. I'm growing very tired of this place. I see. Okay, I will take the lessons that you've taught me out into the real world and learn more, build my experience, so I may learn more from you at the Unified Heart. Good. It was a pleasure to teach you, Roy. It was a pleasure learning. I do have one last request, if you don't mind me asking. 
course. I have, I have grown enough in the nation to be recognized, and I'd like to ask that you give me that challenge to become Adrian. Hmm. Very good. Yes. I think... Let me think for just a moment. Ah. I think this will be good, and I think it will be useful for you. Do you remember Fights on Rooftops? The Garu who gained the cyber fetish after losing her arm during the DIA, DIA raid? I do. I want you to ask Fights on Rooftops to lend you that fetish and give you her arm using nothing but body language. You cannot speak your request. That's a mighty challenge. It is, but is one that I think will be useful for you. It will teach you to move with intent. You have five days to accomplish this. Yes, I shall get to work. That you shall. All right. And we will see how that plays out next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We will all catch you in that next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.